0: It's Friday, July 30th, 2021. Coming up on the program today, which presidential nominee admitted to popping a Viagra-induced boner for Britney Spears? Plus, Mead Skelton responds to reports that he has a girly voice. And a new serial shitter is dropping deuce after deuce. All coming up today. Show with Tim Henson That
1: really gave me tranny baby fever Timothy James Henson Hold my hands while I poop
2: Welcome to 1-800-ASSHOLE
0: I just want to say How dare you Alright, Tim back here with you one more time As we end the week with the Friday show Got a great one for you today I found a new time suck. Now this one is tailor made for me you guys could probably escape this vortex because I'm guessing you're nowhere near as interested in 35 millimeter film strips played at the cinema before the movies start the very specific YouTube channel you know like when you go to the movies and you see like those like coca-cola ads? Or the little, like, pre-roll things that are like, uh, you know, turn your cell phones off. We've got a concession stand. Get some popcorn. Now all that stuff is digital, but in the, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, it was all on, you know, film. Here's one from Cinemark featuring uh, Front Row Joe, who was like a cat. We're gonna
1: party, we're gonna rock, we've got tickets to Cinemark.
0: I always like these things because people are such fucking animals. They need to be taught before the movie starts how to act. If you've got a crying baby, shut that fucking thing up. Turn off your cell phones. Don't talk. Uh, By the way, you can't light up a fatty during the movies. You can't be blowing smoke in people's fucking faces. Usually go through all that stuff, right? I found a couple interesting things that i wanted to share with you real quick one is from the 1960s i guess and uh, you know when you think of movie theater concessions you think of a uh, soda sodi pop you think of popcorn of course candy maybe even like nachos one thing that was being sold in concession stands in the 1960s were shrimp rolls you know that delicious movie time treat Fishy, chewy shrimp rolls. Here's an ad for that. Five, four, three, two, one. It's an explosion in your mouth. An atomic bomb of flavor. Not a great way to advertise a product that's of Asian persuasion. I think this is more Chinese than it is Japanese. But still, the Asians have a very complex relationship with um, nuclear bombs. Anyway, the commercial was made for us, not them. And we see a little uh, Asian man caricature cartoon uh, riding some sort of sh- shrimp roll. And it's a very, like, offensive looking, you know, Asian character, you know, with the buck teeth and the hats yeah. and, the, and the squinty eye. I'll make it today's featured image over there at distortedview.com. Chapter artwork, you know, all that stuff.
1: Here come Flavos, the delicious oriental treat that's out of this world for taste-tempting goodness.
0: Light and delicious, full of tender, juicy, fresh shrimp meat. Ugh, light and delicious and shrimpy. I can't quite figure out what these things are. They don't look like egg rolls. That's what I initially thought. Oh, they're they're shrimp egg rolls. No, they're shrimp rolls. It's different. Light and delicious, full of tender, juicy, fresh shrimp meat. America's favorite shrimp rolls. Try Flavos. You'll say they're shrimply delicious. I guess it's easy to be America's number one shrimp roll when you're the only shrimp roll game in town. Okay, so I found another ad here. This is from a different YouTube channel. And uh, this one is not a cartoon. You actually get to see the product.
1: Hiya, hiya,
0: hiya. They're shrimply delicious.
1: Hiya, hiya, hiya.
0: Oh, he's going hiya, (laughs) hiya. Like in Asian. Karate person. Hiya. I see what he's doing now. Hiya, hiya. You go for that mouth-watering, taste tempting meaty shrimp mixture all wrapped up in a crispy noodle jacket. It's oh, a- it, you know, it does sort of look like an egg roll. Treat you can't beat. I mean, it so is an egg on. roll. Join the folks that are getting fresh, crispy Flavo shrimp rolls now at the snack bar. I mean, look, I've been to many uh, modern theaters where they uh, offer all sorts of food. Some even have, a, like, a full menu. It's like a restaurant. So I guess this isn't completely unheard of. Just weird, like, back in the 1960s when there were very few options. You go to the concession stand and it was, like, popcorn, hot dog, snow caps, or, you know, whatever, whatever the hell candy they had available. And then uh, shrimp rolls. Fast forward to, uh, like, the early 2000s, and the pre-movie ads were a lot different. I mean, some of these were really big budget. They would get uh, famous people. Like, I remember Britney Spears did a commercial for Pepsi. Sure enough, that YouTube channel had it. It's pretty awesome. You know, Britney's in the news again. This has got to be my favorite Britney Spears song from
1: 2001. Yeah. Just
0: enjoy the ride. <laughs> I remember this song.
1: Don't need
0: a reason why everything's on
1: Right?
0: The, the, this is in uh, a minute and a half. It's, it's pretty much like a full fucking Britney Spears song, right? And then inexplicably there's an appearance by senator slash presidential candidate slash viagra spokesperson bob dole he's sitting there watching britney spears perform with his dog obviously getting excited this was like after this was right after his viagra commercial and now he's known as like the boner senator and he's got that, I mean, you guys might not remember who Bob Dole was, but uh, he ran against, uh, what was it, Clinton? And he has like that gimped up hand, so and he's always holding a pen in his gimped up hand. And Bob Dole is just sitting there with his mouth open, staring at Britney Spears with his dog, and his dog barks, and, and, and Bob Dole's like, calm down, boy. It's so fucking creepy. Easy, boy. Yeah, easy. I mean, that's why they included Bob Dole, right? You know, because they're insinuating that his his dick works now. His dick works. He can get hard. He can appreciate some hot pussy. And he's getting turned on by Britney Spears. It's so great. Now, I know some of you may be saying, Tim, you're reading too much into this. He's just a politician that Pepsi got. They thought it would be funny to have a politician. It was a dog barking. All Bob Dole said was calm down. This has nothing to do with him being sexually attracted to Britney Spears and popping a boner. Hold on. First of all, here's a little bit from Bob Dole's uh, Viagra commercial.
2: Courage. Something shared by countless Americans.
0: <laughs> Bob Dole. <laughs> That's how he's starting off his Viagra commercial. Real American heroes have courage, like me. What a shrivel up old dick.
2: And now I'm willing to talk about it. Courage. Something shared by countless Americans. Those who risk their lives. Those who battle serious illness.
0: When I was diagnosed with prostate cancer. So he's talking about himself here. Isn't that kind of weird? He's giving himself a little compliment. Courage. Real brave bravery. Like people like me who... When I was battled, what did he have, cancer? Diagnosed with prostate cancer. Yeah. I was primarily concerned with ridding really myself with the cancer. But uh-huh, what else? There was something else you were concerned with, though. Secondly,
2: I was concerned about possible postoperative side effects like erectile dysfunction, ED, often called impotence. You know, it's a little embarrassing to talk about
0: ED. Anyway, yes, this advertisement was paid for by Pfizer, the Viagra people, but then, In 2001, the same year as that Britney Spears ad, Bob Dole also appeared in another commercial. Hi, I'm Bob Dole, and I've always spoken to you, frankly, no matter what the subject. That's why I'm eager to tell you about a product that put real joy back in my life. It helps me feel youthful,
1: vigorous, and most importantly, vital again. What is this amazing product? My faithful little blue friend
0: Viagra An ice cold Pepsi Cola Oh that's when he became a shill for Pepsi So he did this commercial Basically making fun of his Persona as a Viagra Spokesman he Pulled the old switcheroo on us Making us think it was another Viagra ad And then he appeared in the Britney Spears Commercial staring at her Tits telling his dick to Calm down boy. <laughs> See why I love the uh, the 90s slash early 2000s so much? It was so fucking weird. Love it. I also love DV listener Miss May. She is today's DV MVP. da I don't have my sound effects readily available. I'm just going to have to use my mouse. And by the way, you wouldn't believe how many times I say that in a day. Anyway, uh, you know, I try to keep tabs on Mead Skelton, but he's all over the place. He's a very busy boy. He, you know, he posts videos on a couple YouTube channels. I follow those. I try to read the interactions he has in, in our chat over the, you know, the DV Discord, but he has his own Discord server. I don't think I'm allowed in there. What do they say? I'm a persona non grata. That's okay. I've got my own little moles hanging out in there, including... Miss May, who messaged me just uh, yesterday, she said uh, Mead posted this in his Discord without context I don't know if you freaks have been antagonizing him about his voice, but he's getting very defensive about it So here Mead is uh, addressing his voice
2: Okay, so everyone keeps saying I have a woman's voice
0: Alright, I want you to listen very closely to Mead's voice I mean, you've heard Mead before He's posted countless videos. I've interviewed him. He's never sounded like this. He's addressing the fact that people say he has a feminine voice. And normally he talks like this, you know. But today, because he's addressing this very uh, inflammatory, incendiary accusation,
2: he's going to talk like
0: this. He lowered his voice.
2: Hi okay so okay. everyone keeps saying I have a everyone keeps a woman's voice and maybe sometimes I get very excited but I do not have a womanly sounding voice anyone can tell that I'm, uh, if I were if I were a woman and I sound like this I would have definitely hormonal issues.
0: Uh, yeah he's s- definitely trying to sound. More more masculine here, right?
2: If I, were, if I were a woman and I sound like this, I would have definitely hormonal issues. But sometimes when I get um, very excited, my voice will go, ah.
0: Yeah, like a woman or a gay man. You know how gays get excited. They'll be talking normal-ish when they're like, you know, like, yeah, I went to the store and I picked up a new crop top or whatever gay people buy. I have a lot of crop tops, so. I'm assuming that's what other gay people buy. Yeah, I went to the data sale on crop tops. And then I saw, oh my God, the hottest guy. I was trying to play it cool though, right? I was playing it cool. But then my eyes dropped down to his pants. And oh my God, it's like he was trying to smuggle a fucking summer squash down there. Woo! You know, sometimes you just, you get excited. You can't help yourself and, and your voice goes up. Like when Meade gets asked to perform at a KKK cross-burning. Uh, you know, finally found some people who appreciate my music. I'm going to be appearing at the Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. They're going to be uh, burning a cross in the front yard of a local Negro. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to try some new music. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna play uh, some of my favorite classics like "Sweet Tea" and also some new tracks, including "That Negro Is a Glow" and "It's a Necklace,
2: Not a Noose." But that's not a woman's voice because women don't have the same uh, timber yes. quality. So you're very manly, Mead. So everyone's wrong when they say I have a female-sounding voice. It's uh, this is my real voice here. Yeah. Now, if I sound different on video, yeah, you sound different because you're trying to
0: sound different.
2: It's because I'm probably trying to be more animated. Oh, that's... I have to admit that some some men don't they don't know how to use their voice um, to express the reason. So I- what
0: you're saying is. You're actually more of a man because you can talk
2: like this. I do that is because I don't know how to use my body. Because I don't.
0: Wait, hold on, I'm sorry. <laughs> I want to hear every word of this.
2: I have to admit that some some men don't. They don't know how to use their voice um, to express. The reason I do that is because I don't know how to use my body.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm isolating that audio.
2: Because I don't know how to um, use facial expression correctly. So I have to use my voice.
0: What the fuck is he talking about here?
2: That's probably why I, That's why people get confused. Yeah. For. I don't think anyone... Well, I'm certainly confused. Mis- I don't
0: know how to use my face. How do you
2: smile? <laughs> oh, me, Stake me for a woman. Yeah,
0: he's like, I don't know how to use my face. <laughs> I don't know how to use my face, so instead I talk like a woman
2: (laughs) on any planet.
0: Oh my god, every fucking word out of his mouth is gold. I love me so much. Uh, Someone I do not love is Darman, and one of his stupid videos popped up uh, in my recommended feed. This is one of Darman's newest videos. This was literally posted on the 27th, like two or three days ago, it has already racked up seven million views. And again, it's like a video we have seen from him a thousand times. This one is especially infuriating because it's like one of those scenarios where you're like, this this, this doesn't happen. This would never happen in a million years. At least in the way that it plays out in this video so what do we have here uh at the beginning of the video there is a family uh, a white father a white mother with a black child now if you saw this configuration at like out at the mall or something or just out on the street first of all i don't think most people would even give it much thought but if you really sat down and pondered this, you'd be like, oh, they adopted a child. Oh, this is not their kid. They're babysitting. There's a gazillion different reasons why two white people would have a, a like a, a black child. Even if you were like, huh, that's odd. That's weird. You wouldn't actually say it to the people's faces, right? <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, it, what that was was a couple walking past the family laughing, and scoffing. (laughs) A black child with a white couple. Ugh, God.
1: (laughs) Mommy, why are people looking at us funny again? You know what? Just ignore them, Ray. Hey, how about we go get you some new school clothes? Okay. But I'm hungry. Can we eat first?
0: All right, so Dad walks up to a hot dog cart Going to get his whole family some hot dogs. Uh, now, the hot dog vendor is a black man. I don't know why that matters, but uh, just so you know, um, since this whole video is about race. Hey, can I get, uh, t- is that your wife? Right. He doesn't, the guy who who is, who's there to sell hot dogs. That's the only thing a hot dog vendor would fucking care about. Hot dogs are generally cheap. He's got to sell a lot of these things if he wants to make some money. Why would he care who's buying the hot dog? Hey, buddy, is is that your family? Looks a little weird. What's going on? Hold on. I don't know if I want to sell you a hot dog. My hot dogs are not for mixed families. uh,
2: Is that your wife? Uh, Yeah, why? Okay. And Whose kid is that? Oh, that's that's our kid. Is there some kind of problem?
0: See what I mean? Who would pry into someone's life like that? When You don't know this person. You met him literally one second ago. You're there for a financial transaction. It's a hot dog to dollar bill transfer. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, first of all, before I sell anyone a hot dog, <laughs> I interrogate them. There's a background check here we do before I will sell you a dog. I need to understand that you're the right caliber of person. To take possession of my hot dogs. So let's uh, let's figure this out here. Now uh, you're white. Who's that over there? That 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 woman. That your wife? That's your wife. Okay, you're married. That's good. Now what's that little thing over there? That little brown boy. Uh, that's my son. What? Hold on.
2: I've got some questions. I hate to be the one to tell you this, buddy, but she cheated on you. Excuse me? <laughs> oh, come on, man. Look, do I really need to spell it out? I
0: like that the hot dog vendor thinks he's telling this guy something he doesn't know. You know, uh, two white people can't naturally produce a black child. I hate to break it to you, but uh, your white bitch got bred by a mandingo dick. And now she's trying to pull the wool over your face. I mean, look
2: at him. There's no way that's your kid. <laughs> I really don't see how that's any of your business. Hey, fine, man, look.
0: All right, fine, all right, let's just move on with the hot dog transaction. I was just trying to look out for you. So what can I get you? Okay, There we go, hot dog time.
2: We got two plain hot dogs, my wife and I, and uh, one with ketchup for my son. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? Your son. Come on, man, look, say how it really is. Your wife and the person she cheated on you with, son. You know, you really shouldn't ever judge a book by its cover.
0: How many times has that line been uttered in a Dar Man video? I'm waiting for the so you see portion of the uh, short film, which is certainly coming up. So uh, the father is like, fuck you in, you damn hot dogs. Uh, but the kid, you know, the father goes back to the kid and he's like, but I really want a hot dog. You promised me a hot dog, daddy. You promised me. So the father was like, right. He goes back up to the hot dog vendor. Anywhere I go. (laughs) Oh, you're back, huh? Look, I I still need the hot
1: dogs. (laughs) Sure, that's fine.
0: At that very moment, another customer comes to buy a hot dog. He's also a black man. And the hot dog vendor is going to ask him, "Does, does does this look right to you? Do you think it's possible a black kid could be? Uh, produced from two white parents. Oh, hey, buddy.
2: Hey. Look, let me ask you a question. Yeah. You see that lady and that kid over there? Yeah. Now, do you think that could be his son?
1: (laughs) I don't see how that could be. (laughs)
0: Thank you. I told him his wife cheated on him, but he... That's enough.
2: Not that it's any of your business, but if you must know, we adopted him.
0: What? You're allowed to do that? White people can adopt black children? I never. Okay, well then, why didn't you just adopt a white baby? You see how crazy these videos are? This black hot dog man is literally upset. He's angry that this couple adopted a black child. And he doesn't know why that happened. Why the hell would a white couple adopt a black baby? That sounds like something a white person would say to this couple. Why would you do that? Aside from the fact, you know, like most kids that need adopted are like black, right? Isn't the waiting list for white babies super long? Because, you know, that is the first choice of a lot of white couples. So it's, you know, it's just easier and faster to adopt a black child. There's so many of them available. They're in stock, basically. So in the video, the, uh, the father explains our best friends were black. They had a child. We were the kid's godparents. Then they got into a horrible accident and died. So we adopted the, the kid, our, our friend's kid. And now everyone is crying again at a hot dog stand. So you see, raise our son because we adopted him. <laughs> so you see. Not because my wife cheated on me. Oh my gosh i hope he gets the hot dogs for free i'm so sorry for judging you
2: i can't believe all that happened yeah i'm sorry
0: too thank you random hot dog customer just buttoned into my business
2: and you don't deserve to be treated that way i appreciate that anyway how much do i owe you don't worry about it Oh,
0: yeah, you insulted my family for about 10 minutes during a simple hot dog sale, made me explain my whole living situation, relive the painful death of my best friends, and you think waiving the $3 it costs for these two hot dogs make us even-steven. Fuck you. You couldn't even throw in a couple of free drinks as well. Maybe a refreshing Pepsi.
1: All
0: right. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fuck up news. Right up. You are not a member of the distorted view sideshow what are you waiting for help support this stupidity become a true and honorable freak today just go to superfreaksideshow.com sign up memberships are very inexpensive only six dollars and 99 cents a month even less when you opt for a quarterly semi-annual yearly or even a lifetime membership when you take the plunge you will gain full access to the entire archive of programs Well, over 4,000 shows. I recently did the math, crunched those numbers, and yes, we have done well over 4,000 shows. We're nearing our 17th year as a podcast, which is absolutely insane. Listen to every single episode in the archives. More importantly, though, every week we do brand new sideshow exclusive episodes. Yesterday we did one, and uh, on Tuesday we did a Sideshow uh, exclusive episode as well. So catch all of those and all the stuff in the archives when you sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Other ways to support the program, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash view, which is another way to support DV. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first at the end of the show. And then if you pledge, I think, uh, like, 20 bucks or something, occasionally I will send out physical goodies, like DV merchandise and stuff. Uh, and uh, I don't know, what is, uh, probably in August or September, we'll do our next physical DV merch drop or whatever for uh, patrons. So check that out, patreon.com slash View. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, well, we've got a short one from Denver, Colorado. North Park Hill residents are disgusted by a man who's been seen pooping in their neighborhood. Yes, we have another serial shitter on our hands. Hopefully he's not shitting on his hands. He's the Denver Park Hill pooper. Uh, One neighbor said she caught him on surveillance video and then called police. The best part of this is uh, the local news actually aired this story. On the television, I always love hearing poop-related stories being reported on. Let's take a listen.
2: Something doesn't smell right in North Park Hill.
0: Having a little fun already.
1: It's definitely not something that we thought we would be
0: navigating through.
2: This woman says she has evidence of the dirty deed that's happened twice over the past few weeks in the same location.
0: I find it interesting. I'm looking at the surveillance footage, or at least a still from it, and uh, when the guy is done shitting, he lifts up his shirt. You know, he exposes his belly.
2: If people get upset you over their dog pooping in their yard, you can imagine people would get upset if they caught a human being doing it behind their house.
0: That's true. Well, human poop is a lot bigger than dog shit, generally speaking.
2: In 2017, a woman who gained the nickname the Mad
0: Pooper was accused of repeatedly pooping in public. Someone give that journalist an Emmy. Anyway, uh, back to the story here. One neighbor says the man, who appears to be exercising, will pull his pants down in broad daylight and use the alleyway as his toilet. She said this has happened twice over the past few weeks in the very same location. They're coming prepared with toilet paper, but not a bag, and not coming back to clean up. It's very selfish to bring toilet paper, but not a bag. He's going to wipe his ass, but he's not going to collect his shit. Uh, Again, uh, as you heard in the news story, this isn't the first time public defecation has attracted outrage in Colorado. Back in 2017, a woman who gained the nickname the Mad Pooper was accused of repeatedly pooping in public. Denver Department of Public Health and Environment confirmed a feces complaint (laughs) associated with the address where the man was captured on surveillance video. The spokesperson emailed the following uh, message. Ordinarily, we would investigate, (laughs) but we don't want to. We're not feeling it. Uh, Because of continuing restrictions on our bandwidth from COVID, we must prioritize complaints starting with encampments, then rodents, then alleyways, then individual feces complaints. (laughs) With the majority of feces complaints, we provide cleanup guidance to property owners on how to safely remove feces. So, like, if if the pooper is reading this news story, he basically has the green light. He's like, nothing's going to happen to me. The Department of Health is busy with bigger feces fish. Uh, They're not going to investigate this. They're basically saying, uh, "Look, uh, we'll tell you how to clean it up, but we we ain't coming to do it ourselves." Man, that sucks. Sorry, lady. (laughs) I am having to clean someone's crap in the alleyway. All right, uh, second story we have for you. Did you? When the COVID-19 vaccine came out earlier this year, some idiot named Bob, who also goes by the name Manish Boy, uh, he was on the fence about getting it. He was wary about the speed at which the vaccine came to market. I guess understandably, right? He heard about preliminary data suggesting the AstraZeneca version in Europe had a rare side effect uh, of inducing blood clots, and that made him anxious. Quote, I think I had the same reservations that many people had. Then Bob saw a tweet from someone by the name of uh, Goddess Alexandra Snow, a professional dominatrix and a dungeon owner. She operates Wicked Eden, a BDSM collective based in Columbus, Ohio. She said any submissive who wants a session with her is going to need to show proof of vaccination. Well, that's all Bob needed to hear. According to a uh, Rolling Stone article, Bob had been subscribing to Goddess Snow's OnlyFan and tributing her. That means giving her money. He was forking over cash for years to this bitch. Uh, He got in touch with her to discuss whether or not he should get the vaccine. Naturally, she was like, you will get the jab, you worthless pig. If you want me to slap your balls, get that Fauci fix in your right arm. All right, so, uh, yeah, it was less about convincing me and more about her confirming to me that it was the right thing to do. Man, what a worthless piece of shit this guy is. I'm sure that's what the dominatrix says to him, too. But, I mean, like, how weak, right? I mean, he totally is a sub. It's weird because at the, at the start of the story, he was like, uh, I was concerned about, you know, blood clots and stuff. But instead of seeking guidance from medical professionals, he turned to a dominatrix. That's the power of pussy, by the way. You want an s session with me? You will get the vaccine. Okay. He's going to risk that blood clot. The dude got his final shot three weeks ago, and he said, It feels good to know that I'm hopefully contributing to others not falling seriously ill. Of course, it's gratifying to know I've done something that Goddess Snow approves of. Dominatrixes. Did I say that? Across the country are uh, beginning to uh, open up their dungeon doors as lockdown restrictions lift. Yeah. For now. <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to be going into lockdown again. Eh, things aren't looking so good here in the United States. I've had at least a dozen subs who have said, if this is what I have to do to see you, I will do it. And that makes me happy. Doms using their considerable persuasive powers on their subs to serve the common good isn't new. In the lead up to the 2020 election, for instance, oh no, some doms said they were commanding their subs to vote for Joe Biden. You would not believe the landslide Joe won the submissive sissy slut vote by beta cucks for Biden. In this case, um, most doms don't see getting vaccinated as a a political measure. This is more of a self-protective thing. They don't want to be fucking around with uh, someone carrying the COVID virus or someone really sick with uh, the coronavirus. After all, most sex workers are independent contractors of sorts. Gotta have their own health care. It's a substantial out-of-pocket expense. Uh, It's also a concrete way to measure a sub's devotion. You will get the vaccine. Mistress. You know what I I noticed? Uh, Some mistresses go by the name Daddy. Like daddy and lee she's a woman but she goes by daddy she says someone who's in service to us should respect our boundaries either you want to serve us and you respect us or you don't other doms like goddess snow also see it as something of an educational opportunity for me i don't want someone to do what i tell them to just because i told them to do it that's kind of the whole thing with masters and slaves you're a slave You do what the master says No questions asked She says I don't want someone to do What I tell them to Just because I told them to do it I want them to do it Because I'm right uh, She will often supply Vaccine hesitant subs With literature uh, testing to the safety Of the vaccine So they can make their Own decisions for themselves It's one thing to tell someone You can't masturbate for a week It's another thing to say I want you to take this Foreign substance Into your body mistress manouche rhymes with douche based in east sussex uk also requires proof of vaccination if subs wish to session with her she has specific health concerns a former leukemia patient hot that's exactly what i'm looking for in a mistress i like that leukemia patient look you know and they got that really pale almost translucent skin real sickly looking Yeah, she's a former leukemia patient and bone marrow transplant recipient. I wonder if she was a uh, mistress before she got leukemia. Probably easier to find a bone marrow donor when you're a mistress. You could just command someone, give me your bone marrow, you worthless slug. I wonder if that would work. (laughs) You're going to give me a bone marrow transplant and lick my boot while you do it, you little sissy bitch. All right, she's really interesting. So in addition to, um, you know, being a leukemia patient and uh, requiring a bone marrow transplant, she also lives with elderly parents and she operates her dungeon from their shared home. I hope her elderly parents have like Alzheimer's or dementia or at least hard of hearing. Though she initially asked subs to wear masks, she found that wasn't feasible in a dungeon space. What we do is very intimate. Really? Because I've seen a lot of uh, Dom sub scenes where like a guy has to wear a leather mask. Is this that much different? Really? I spit in my sub's mouth. Oh, okay. I'm touching them. I use bull whips, but you can't just bull whip someone 10 feet away. You're in a closed space and it's not always practical to just wear masks. I couldn't work properly and do what I normally do if I have to keep my distance. That's why she's requiring her subs to be vaccinated. Daddy Ann Lee says, I specialize in toilet play. Essentially, quote, shitting on dudes. Her words, not mine. Yes, uh, I'm essentially shitting on dudes, and I can't do it with people who are unvaccinated. Oh, the hard life of a dominatrix. It's interesting because Daddy Ann Lee, what the hell her name is, doesn't mention that she specializes in toilet play on her Twitter sheet. She just says, bully next door professional meanie, and very nice dominatrix. Betcha all the toilet stuff is behind a paywall. Fucking OnlyFans. All right, final story we have for you today. This one comes from Richmond, but not Virginia. I immediately thought this was mead in this news story, but no, this happened in uh, Richmond, British Columbia. A Delta man got violent, smashing over display cases and throwing a trash can at McDonald's staff. When his order was mixed up In a video by Kate Rebel And posted on TikTok A customer is seen shoving and smashing glass Dividers in display cases After he was told he would not be served And the reason why they didn't want To serve him was because He had already knocked over a hand Sanitizer stand on purpose Because he was pissed off So they were like, "Uh, fuck you We're not going to give you your food now We'll give you a refund, go home Here's a little bit of audio from that exchange. I just paid for my
1: food.
0: No. It's hard to hear, but uh, the employee says, you know, get no food now.
1: Look at all how fast, fast the I cars go are going through and then right? look how well long okay. I waited. Just leave. Okay, you just can suck my dick and then we'll talk later. Yeah. I paid for food. I paid for food. Money. I paid for food, Yeah.
0: He's throwing Can you- trash cans, everything that's on the counter, he is pushed over. Refund. Well, they already told you they were going to give you a refund. This trail of destruction continues. You fucking dumb
1: fucks. Don't tell me to fucking get me out, out so of here.
0: The woman who recorded the video said the guy originally wanted to order a four-piece chicken nugget happy meal. You know, like a toddler. The McDonald's staff, also retards, typed the wrong order in as four orders of happy meals. He started freaking out and swearing, said Rebel, adding that the man then knocked over the hand sanitizer stand and walked to the side to wait for his order. When staff told the customer he was not going to be served for his bad behavior, he replied he was waiting for his food that he paid for. You pretty much heard uh, what happened after that. He smashed glass dividers, knocked over equipment and the display case, as well as throwing a trash can at the staff. Richmond officers were called to the scene where they approached the suspect. According to the Popo, the suspect is a 30-year-old Delta man and fought with the officers during his arrest. This is all over a Happy Meal. Two restaurant employees and two police officers were allegedly assaulted and sustained minor injuries. He's currently in custody awaiting a bail hearing and he faces possible charges of mischief over $5,000 and assault and assaulting a police officer. A spokesman with the Richmond RCMP was at Royal Canadian Mounted Police said the investigation is still ongoing and it would be inappropriate to speak to this apparent evidence at the referring to the video at this time. Rebel, who remained inside the restaurant, applauded the way staff handled the situation. She said they all handled the situation extremely well. They had a garbage can thrown at them and the guy was screaming profanity pretty par for the course these days at fast food restaurants it's only a matter of time before like uh, just cold-blooded murder is commonplace there employees getting shot up it's gonna happen and it's gonna and it's gonna happen quickly before the summer's over with there's there's gonna be some dead fast food employees they all deserve races it's a very dangerous job apparently that my friends is your distorted news for Friday let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here Love to hear from you. Uh, there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media, at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. And TikTok, by the way. I mean, there's nothing there aside from one video, but yeah, TikTok I'm at distortedview. Um, where else am I? Oh, we've got a Discord where all the freaks can hang out. There is a subreddit as well where you can submit news stories. That's distortedview.reddit.com. I mean, we're all over the place. Just do a search for distorted view. <laughs> This is two minutes long Nothing sounds better over the phone Than music Hey Tim, it's Dave from Lincoln And I believe that I'm going to start calling Any bread that isn't legal sized unleavened bread Ooh, unleavened Not unleavened Unleavenged bread I like that Occasionally people will send me messages To social media posts Or articles about people Who have created longer sli- Longer size sliced bread We're getting closer to the day Where this will be mass produced I just hope I receive some sort of credit For being a pioneer In the field of legal sized bread Hi Tim this is uh, Jeff They could call it leavened bread Or levenge bread it can have its own little, you know, special name. That would be a nice um, little homage to me. Hi, Tim. This is uh, Justin from Norway here. Uh, one question. How is Mead Skelton a real person? That is that is the question. I can't tell you how many times I played something or I was going to play something nutty from Mead, and I and I go back and I, and I do some research just to make sure. To the best of my knowledge, that Mead is a real person, and this is not an act. Again, he's been very active online for decades now, right? And there's never been at any point someone who said, "No, th- you know, this guy is fake." I know this person in real life. As a matter of fact, it's been the opposite. People have said, "I live in Richmond, Virginia." Mead is a real person. This is him. You no, know, he's been featured in news stories. Of course, he was arrested pretty much or, you know, at least escorted by cops because he went and tried to save that Confederate statue. Me, this is me. This is him. He's a real, even though he seems very unreal, <laughs> he is a real person. And I think part of it, honestly, is the fact, I mean, he he's like, not autistic, right, but he has like Asperger's. He's, he's somewhere on the spectrum. And like, People that are on the spec- spectrum act a little strange, right? Not normal. That's part of the whole thing. Maybe that's uh, a large part of that. <laughs> am Matt from the Jam Hole, a.k.a. Cunty McNuggers. In the oh, my dist- God, Matt from Jam Hole. Uh, happy 4th of July, I guess. Sending well, this in April. Yikes, and I'm still behind. It's uh, now the end of July, so we're about a, a month later than you thought it was going to be played. Sorry about that. I guess. That is a longtime listener and a podcaster himself. Sending this in April, so I don't, we'll see how close I am. Uh, April 18th show, you were asking about who does the cooking and all that shit. Bob and Stein called in said his wife does all the cooking. Uh, I gotta say, my girl does all the cooking also. Yeah. Uh, she just, you know,
1: hangs out at home with the kid and uh, keeps the house up and
0: cooks, keeps us fed. Very traditional. And uh, that's how it is. I cool. mean, if she wanted a real job, you know, she could do that. But Yeah, money is nice, although, uh, you know, it, it's also great to have someone who's basic, whose job really is to run the house. The woman, right? Cleans the house, takes care of the kids or whatever, so that's all uh, done. It is like a full-time job. Yeah.
1: Hey, Tim. Sure. Um, listen, I am listening Uh-oh. to the episode where you talk about the uh, brony. Uh, I used to work on the show My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Get
0: out of here. What did you do?
1: Um, I'm, I'm very specifically not saying my oh, name. Okay,
0: you probably don't want to tell us what you did on for the show.
1: But uh, I, it just it, it blows my mind how, like, The subtitle of the show is Friendship is Magic. Yes. It's a show about friendship. And magic. How do people who call themselves fans of this show miss the point so thoroughly?
0: (laughs) Because they're idiots. I don't get it.
1: Anyway, Tim, bye.
0: I was interested. It's so weird that I was just sort of reading about... No, I wasn't really reading about My Little Pony, but I was reading about this guy um, that I remember craig mccracken who appeared on an episode of space ghost coast to coast he was an animator and i think he created you know he created the powerpuff girls and i remember when that show premiered uh it, space ghost had a, a whole thing about it or whatever and so he would craig mccracken was interviewed and i was wondering what else he you know he's been up to since the powerpuff girls i guess he has like a show on on netflix now but interestingly enough Um, this guy, Craig McCracken, who created the Powerpuff Girls in this new show for Netflix. Um, he's married to the person who created My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Lauren uh, Faust, I think her name is. I guess it's not that unusual. You know, he's an animator. He knows other animators. That's probably how he hooked up with this, uh, this, you know, Lauren person. But it's just interesting because they're they're like a, a animating powerhouse power couple. Right? I mean, Friendship is Magic was huge. Powerpuff Girls was pretty huge, too. I would be like finding out I'm married to Mark Maron or um, Joe Rogan. <laughs> me and Joe Rogan are hooking up. I know he's out of my league. A girl can dream, though, can't she? By the way, uh, listener who called in, if you're still in the uh, field of animation, hook me up with a voiceover job. I would love to voice a character. I'll do it for free, you know, just to get my foot in the door. How about a character that sounds like me, skeleton? I can do that. I also have this voice. My girl voice, which is very convincing. Come on. I'm very versatile. Check out all of my online profiles. It very clearly states I'm verse. All right. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. want you guys to email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463 that's 20666 so God it's an God!
2: I don't know how to use my body spread the distortion STD
0: tell all your friends about the show don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts guys thank you so much for a great week of programs I will be back on Monday to do it all over again until then have a great day bye
1: everybody. <laughs>